It is held as truth that those who have touched the icy waters of the River Styx are beyond salvation. They've passed from our mortal realm into that of the dead, and the river will carry them to their final resting place. Imagine my surprise when I looked at the night sky and saw the truth, that a young girl cruelly ripped from this world before her time would be the first to have felt those waters and return to us here in the land of the living. I have lived a long time, seen many things, but you, you are an oddity, my dear. You say you know the night, sire? Very well. He is my brother, though we have seen little of each other of late. You're immortal too? I am. My curse differs from his own. Whilst he must watch and document all of history in his books, I am reduced to what you see before you now. A shadow. An echo of my former self. Insubstantial and visible only by moonlight. Still, at least I am free to do as I please. My brother was not so fortunate. Does immortality always come with a cost? Always. Before I died, I was taken by the core and forced to bond with the Dijin. It... It didn't work properly and both of us were burning out. I use the last of my power to save your brother. A kindness he has not forgotten. That is why he asked that I come. He would have been here himself, but things have taken an unexpected twist. It shouldn't be possible to surprise someone who documents everything, but there are secrets that have been hidden, even from us. It feels different now. I can still feel the Dijin inside me, but it's as if he's sleeping, lending me strength. The experience has changed you both. Where once the bond was forced, now it is complete. Test your magic. Try to manipulate the fire. Alright. Wow! Fire is the most primal of the elements. You must take great care not to misuse this gift. I literally burned away my life using magic before. It's not something I'm going to take lightly. Good. Then there is hope for you. We will practice your casting while I bring you up to speed on current events. A great many things have changed for the continent since your death. Your brother's already putting the extra troops to work building my new flagship. Soon, the core armada will be more powerful than ever. 
Nancy and I have very different talents. He's a tinkerer, whilst I prefer more physical arts. And you both have your uses. If you can match your capacity for violence, even I have trouble keeping up. I'd set you loose on the army at our walls and enjoy the chaos. But you and your brother insisted on secrecy. Nobody can know that the Heralds are helping solidify your power. Technically, we are supposed to be a neutral party when it comes to mortal politics. You were hardly neutral when you confronted the spellcasters on the train. Since we plan on slaughtering every last member of the Resistance at Kelma, we can write that off as a temporary problem. Quint, you're back. Ananze. I returned to the capital yesterday. And you've come to see what I'm up to? I couldn't give a damn. But the general wants a status report. Such a show of brotherly affection. We've never really seen eye to eye. Still, we are united by a common goal. Whatever. How is construction of my flagship progressing? Steadily, but we're still at least a month away from launch. I gave you the extra men you asked for. It's a big project, and these things take time. Just ensuring the correct materials make it into the capital past Vask's siege is task enough. I am not accustomed to waiting. I know. You've killed enough of the messengers who've delivered my reports to you. Feel lucky that you're as immortal as your brother here, or it'd be you as well. Still, immortality without limbs would be somewhat harder, I imagine. Don't dismiss me as a threat. You two are made for each other. I provide you the men and materials, and you build me my flagship. Keep in mind who's in charge here. I might allow Quint additional freedom to do as he chooses, but both of you work for me. You'll have your airship. And then it will rain fire on Vask and his insurgents. Does she suspect anything? Nothing. As far as she's aware, only I walked off that train. All we have to do is hold up our end of this alliance, and Celeste will never know what we're doing. Good. Keep it that way. Here. House Karma's nice, but I'm not used to living in a castle. When the other houses fell, refugees from the other territories came here. It's more my speed. Jay's done well to accommodate so many people in the grounds. I'm not sure the guards will ever be the same, though. Cost of war. The people here have had their world turned upside down. If they feel safer with me around, then who am I to say no? As long as you remember that you're welcome in the castle. 
they've got a room for you and everything. I'm pretty sure there's even a bed in it. Did you speak to Mia? Yeah, she seems to have a power to control for now. There's a lot of anger stored up there, though. She's had it rougher than either of us. Mia's angry with me about what happened to Susan. It wasn't your fault. I made the call that sent her into the field. If I'd held off... Celeste was carpet-bombing a town. We all went in to evacuate as many people as we could. Susan wouldn't have let you sideline her, Flynn. She was a healer. All she ever wanted to do was help. She'll get what's coming to her. How? Jade won't agree to treaty with Vask's forces, and without them we don't have the manpower to assault the capital. Mia's right. We just can't keep using the two of you as weapons whilst we hide ourselves here. There's a buck coming. But look at all these people. We can't send our forces out to attack and leave them defenceless. We need a third option. Mia said the old me would have thought a way to end this without bloodshed. With Celeste in the mix. That seems unlikely. She was onto something, though. I need to think on it. In the meantime, we'll stick with the plan to keep a pair of you together on missions. That way, you can keep an eye on her magic, and she can keep you alive. Oh, come on, I'm not that bad with a sword. Jade's approaching the Shinrei and the Icarians. I need you to use your freelancer contracts and approach the outlaws in the floating market, and Mia to try and convince the Knights of the Word to join our cause. Offer them trading privileges, official pardons if needs be. I can tell you now the answer will be no. No self-respecting Sky Pirate is going to accept a trading contract. The world's changing. Right now, it's us or them. People in the middle of a conflict like this tend to get squashed. That's right. He can't appear in the daylight. I guess I'm on my own till night falls. So, it's been a year since I died. At least that's what Walker said. It doesn't feel like any time's passed for me. Leto's dead. I don't know how I feel about that. He was my brother, but he used me. I miss him. Without Leto, the corps locked in the Civil War, and Walker says that the noble houses have all fallen except for Karma, where the remnants have gathered. The continent is locked in a three-way fight for rulership, and something darker is lurking on the horizon that's even worse. This is a lot to take in. I think I need to start with something simpler, like, what's happened to Dante and where is he now? Anything for granted. Brendan Shea has quite the reputation as a swordsman. Let's see if the woman can live up to her legend. You missed my performance in Celis' arena. I'm squeamish. On guard! Do I live up to expectations? Very much so. So Leto dies, and Celis dissolves the Intelligence General's position and makes a grab for power. Shouldn't there be a rule against that? Leto never groomed a successor to his office, and without one, she found precedent. What about you? Some people thought I was the natural choice, but 
I've got no interest in stepping up to the mark. Celeste wanted the office dissolved and she'd have anyone who put themselves forward murdered outright. I'd rather capitalize on the confusion in the interim to bring the spellcasters to justice. Then I'm gone. I'll vanish before they decide that they should make me disappear. You really want to nail those two, huh? It's what the spellcasters represent. Core laws were put in place to try and keep people safe. Magic's dangerous. It destroys everything it touches. The Manor Wars were a prime example of that. Sounds more personal to me. Care to elaborate? Rule two. Don't let your emotions get in the way of the job. Buy me a drink after this and maybe I'll tell you more. <laughs> you have many rules? Man has to have a code to live by. Especially in this business. Should I be writing all these rules down? Absolutely. <laughs> You're not like most corps officers. How many of us have you met? Good point. In my profession, we run the other way. The little guy always likes to make a villain out of the big guy. Truth of the matter is that most of us are good people. The core is just a whole lot of little guys who got together. It's the Celestes of this world you need to look out for. Vito had her in hand, but now... People are going to die. Yeah. So... Where do we start? The floating market. I'm not giving you its location if that's what you're hoping for. I have friends there. Please. I already know where it'll be. We just need to collect something I have in storage there. Something that's going to come in very useful if we want to fight those spellcasters on even footing. When do we leave? Give me an hour to change out of this uniform and into something that won't get me shot on sight up there. I'll meet you at the docks. Later. Not bad, Harker. Now you just need to remember to keep your eyes on the prize, and not Brendan's ass. That girl could turn a knight of the word to sin. You're finally ready to leave. I am. You win, Celeste. This will be the last time you have to put up with me. Good. Just remember not to get in my way again. Since I'm leaving, can I ask an honest question without fear of getting my head cut off? A last request? Of a sort. Very well. Why are you doing all this? I never pegged you for the leadership type, so why make this big play for domination? What's your stake in all this? You could have just sat back and wrote out any change of leadership safely and carried on as usual. <laughs> I'm the big bad wolf. That'll help cement my position because he needed somebody that the people were afraid of. I think any New World Order would hesitate to cast me out in order to make a point. In my experience, people will throw around words like freedom and democracy without the slightest indication of what they actually mean. That'll cut the masses free from the ownership of the noble houses, and they either scamper around, looting, or run straight to the remnants at Karma, ready to be tied up again like cattle. What I've learned is that people say that they want to be free, when what they really want is somebody to tell them what to do. Somebody who streamlines their choices, gives meaning to their insignificant little lives. We could break the chains of every slave on the continent tomorrow, and there's not one person who would thank us for it. 
but we seize it through force and stamp down a few naysayers along the way and they'll follow all too willing. And that's where I come in. Fear is the biggest motivator of them all and there's not a single person out there who doesn't know that I'd kill each and every one of them if it crossed my mind to do so. The continent needs strong leaders. So really, the question isn't why am I doing this. It's why hasn't it already been done yet? I see. What? No witty comeback, Harker? No, not this time. Goodbye, Celeste. Surely we could accomplish more if Edge and I went to our respective people individually. I'm not sure an airship of thieves and pirates is going to want to see a knight of the world. You both bring very different skills to the table. Edge is impulsive and chatty. People seem to like him despite themselves. You're responsible and clever. Being a knight of the word means people take you seriously. We need all those traits to make allies. I suppose you're right. Trust me, a lot of thought has gone into this. How's Lord Carmel? Fragile. But he'll live. That poison was meant for you. If you'd been at the meeting as expected, you could have been killed. I'm aware of that, but we are all taking risks here. You fight on the front lines while I wage a political battle here in Karma. Bringing together the remaining pieces of the noble houses and turning them into one group was never going to be easy. I suppose a few of them were going to try and make a grab for power. And now they'll never get the chance. Who's going to act in Karma's place in the council? Me. He declared it this morning. As far as he's concerned, I was engaged to his son before the court killed him. I would have been part of House Karma anyway. Karma and Varand. Your influence grows by the day. Maybe I'll get Escudo next. Careful what you wish for. I've seen their son and he's less than appealing. Everything ready? All set on this end. Edge, what's that you've got there? Items for trade. The floating market's called a market for a reason. Everything works according to a barter system. We may need to bribe a few people. Pretend I didn't hear that. You've got three days, then you move on to the Knights of the Word. Good luck. The end is the beginning. The end is the beginning. The end is the beginning. The end is the... I I see the trip to the capital hasn't improved your condition, Dis. I'm here. Will it end? Will it end soon? I can't take the screaming anymore. One by one, they all fall down. But we get up. 
I cut and drown and hang, but nothing works. Immortality has been especially hard for you, brother. When will it end? Soon, but first you must do something for me. Quinn smuggled you in so that we could send a message. Nobody else knows you're here. We are gathering, all of us. The heralds come home at last. Not us all. The night sire will never come. And Walker won't if he doesn't. Then there's Ballard, trapped in the dreaming. Three of seven. Five of us will be enough to make this plan work. If we all play our parts. I die, and I die, but every time I wake up again. I know, brother, but you're the only one who can get as far as the river. You can bear our messages there. Then, when you revive, we will have our answer. Then I am ready. You are the bravest of us, this. Good luck. And I will await your return with bated breath. This is the floating market. It's bigger than I imagined. Twelve levels deep and with a radius of five miles. Stick with me and don't wander off or you'll get lost. If we do get separated, follow signs for the restaurant district. Look for a place called Ramis. We'll meet there. How does something this big even stay alive? The market started as five large airships that were interconnected and flown simultaneously. It's grown over the years, but each quarter still contains its own flight engines and any ship that docks adds its lift as well. Where to first? We'll be here a few days, so we'll need to check into an inn and stow our gear. Can't we sleep on the ship? Ship's in the hands of the deck's crew now. Market policy says we sleep here. More conducive to trade. There's a lot of rules for a pirate hangar. Not just pirates. Freelancers, thieves, merchants, families too. Some people spend their whole lives here. Put that many people together and you've got to have rules or there'd be chaos. And the captain of the market makes them. That's right, you're catching on. So we book into an inn then. Do we have a plan for how we're going to recruit ships for Jade? We need to gain an audience with some of the bigger smuggling guilds. If we approach one as if it were an exclusive deal, the others might show an interest just to make sure they're not left out. Mind your head. If that fails, we can attempt to approach individual merchant companies. Three days doesn't give us much time to make headway. How do you rate our chances? Not good. People up here hate the core, but they're not exactly big on the noble houses either. Excuse me. Sure. So what I figure is if we've got one chance to impress them... I didn't expect to see the spellcasters here of all places. There you are. Getting a little shopping in, Shay? I was checking the gear we stowed in the docks was still there. Paying off the right people with the money you gave me, Harker. Excellent. I've arranged a meeting with my contact. We'll grab something to eat and head down to meet him. Right. There's something you should know. What? The spellcasters are here. In the market. I saw them moving around earlier. Both of them or just Chianti? Both. I appreciate your honesty. You could have lied and played dumb if we happened to bump into them. Chianti's a freelancer after all. I'd be surprised if you didn't have trouble bringing him down. I owe you for getting me out of that cell. Besides, I've never met him. There's no loyalty there. You did good. So what now? Breakfast. Then we meet my friend. We're not ready for an encounter with those two yet. They're in a whole different weight class. We need something to tip the scales in our favor.
Awake this. I die, and I die, and I die, but still I wake. Your fragile psyche is of no interest to me, brother. What news? Quinn? Where's Anansi? He said he'd be here. He promised. He's busy. You'll have to speak to me. Always promises turn to lies. I don't have time for this. What news? Something stirs in the dark. It wakes? And feeds upon the souls of the dead. Good. Evening falls, and again I greet you, Sylph. Walker, you're back. For the last time, I fear. Soon, you and I must part company, and your journey will begin. What journey? You have questions about what has happened to you that I cannot answer. Questions about your shifter friend, Dante. Life and death are not my domain. You must seek out someone who can teach you. The Night Sire? No. Then who? Remember, little one, that you are far from lost. You possess mastery of the fire element, and with it you can perform miracles. Not big on word games, Walker. Then seek out the dragon's graveyard, two days' walk from this lake. Take the secret path behind the waterfall, and cross through the forest of silence. If you get lost, look for Raid there, and a guide will make himself known. So, this is goodbye? Life is full of goodbyes. Immortality has offered up more than my fair share of partings. But I believe that we will see each other again, Sylph. Then it's see you soon. And good journey. Your contact is a cook. Kitchen porter. People at the bottom of the pecking order always tend to know more than people think. Like how you knew Edge and Mia were going to be here. You picked up on that. You didn't seem as surprised as I expect you to be if I told you the spellcasters were here and you didn't. The Alliance of Noble Houses at Karma wants to make contact with Sky Pirates and Merchants. Naturally, they reached out to the biggest Merchants Guild first and they informed me. Because they wouldn't be the biggest Merchant Guild if they weren't playing every angle imaginable. Quite. So what are we down here for? You said you had something important stored away, but this area is all freezers for storing meat. Exactly. Why would anyone think to look here for anything important? Ugh. That's cold. This is all just meat. We're freezing our bits off for nothing. Try to think outside the box. I learned this trick from one of your kind. Blondes? Freelancers. You see, the ice for these freezers is shipped in, in blocks, and then laid down to make the floor. The bottom of the freezers is actually a meter lower than the level we're walking at. This particular freelancer was using the ice to smuggle relics he'd found on board to avoid paying market levy. He'd leave a hollow space in the center of one and send their goods up with the rest of the ice. I borrowed the idea, and had my friend keep something a little more precious for me here, long term. What kind of something? 
The kind that I didn't want Celeste knowing I had. The kind of something that can get a man killed. If I'd strolled into the capital with it, she'd want it for herself, so I paid my friend a great deal of money to keep it secret. And it's going to equal the playing field between us and the spellcasters? There should be a spot around here somewhere that sounds hollow. Help me look. Right. Here. Got it. Don't touch it, whatever you do. Holy crap! Is that... Is that what I think it is? The teardrop spear. It's real? I mean, it's not just any old spear with a fancy head, you're sure? Trust me. This is the spear that pierced Malachi's armor and destroyed him. The only weapon ever forged that could kill a Dijin. What about the swords forged during the Mana Wars? I heard that General Vask had one. Flame. They were designed to sever bonds between mortals and the Dijin, killing the host. Scientists tried to replicate the spear's effect, but without it to study, they were only able to conjure up a shadow of its power. The Corps searched in vain for years before giving up and labeling it a myth. Now here it is. Here it is. And we're going to kill the spellcasters with it. You've been listening to the voice talents of Jasmine Bruton, Peter Jinks, Lauren Curtis, Hannah Johnson, Louise Warren, Paul Gobbold, Olivia Steele, Tom Richards, Jonas Stapmuller, Ilya Divyansky, Connell Kelly, Shane Vetner, Vernon L. Vincent, Ben Warren, Jamie Davison, Mohamed Faisal, Stephen Warren, Jerry Chang, Martin Davison, Mike Young, and Matthew Sangster as the narrator. Golden Age was written and produced by Cascade Studios, with music by Sam Dillard. For more, visit www.cascadestudios.co.uk.